Alright. Episode 5. What's up, guys? I am Ryan Truex, and welcome to Episode 5 of The Hot Seat, presented by Marquis Spas. Today we have E-Racer co-owner. Yep. Um, electronic race team owner. <laughs> yep, that's um, true. Part-time real-life driver. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, and a broadcaster. Broadcaster. Yeah. Semi-professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And amateur tattoo artist. Parker Kligerman. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Never had a tattoo in my life. Yes. That's but, great. Okay. You're an enthusiast. Appreciate it. Well, Thank thanks for coming me. on. Yeah. It's good to have you. This I've been cool. trying, so I've been trying to get Parker on this episode, or on this podcast, for seven months now. Yep. And yep. you stand me up every time. Well, it's just like how I've been trying to get you to sell your pedals on our e-racer market. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're working on it. So well, I should expect it from seven months from now? Yes. Got it. Yes. Hopefully we're still open. Yes. But. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You've been to town probably 10 times and you just kind of blow me off every time, which is cool. I was normally on a tight schedule. Yeah. It's a problem. But this worked out. So my uh, my girlfriend's gone for a couple months, so I have no reason to go home. So I thought, why not come and sit in the tub with you <laughs> and talk about racing? So yeah. here we are. And this is a beautiful setup, I must say. Yeah, that's my first question. What do you think of the hot tub? No, it's awesome. I mean, it's beautiful. I'm very comfortable in here. Uh, I always see that you know marquee hot tub time machine out there on the racetrack thinking, that's a good looking truck. Yeah. They must make a great product. Oh, absolutely. And now I'm experiencing it. <laughs> Plus, this is really cool. I mean, this has got to be the coolest podcast setup I've ever seen. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well I, I just got done, t done telling Parker that I built the wall myself. Yeah. Um, that's why it's a little wonky. <laughs> but I did my best. I, I actually didn't know need you were to, such like, a craftsman. Yeah, I need to like stain the wood or something. No, I think it's it's good. Getting, it looks good. It looks a little moldy. Oh well. That's I'm not really cool. sure. Don't breathe that um, in. Don't breathe it in. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. we've been hanging out inside for about two hours now, yep. waiting for, waiting for the optimal. Um, shading mm -hmm. so you don't die yep from heat exhaustion <laughs> heat stroke heat stroke um we have usually we have a nice beverage today we're drinking coconut water yes because parker's feeling a little a little well, rough they've spent the weather. a couple days in charleston before this um and that's that town is uh it's aggressive so it hasn't changed it will dehydrate you quickly mm -hmm. yeah that's the problem it's just really hot there mm -hmm. so you gotta you gotta make sure to hydrate right and somehow you just dehydrate like right that. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're fresh off of throwback weekend. As you can see, I still have my, my beautiful mustache. What do you think? I think it's cool. It's Should cool. I keep it? Your truck was awesome this yeah. weekend. Yeah. So those numbers blew me away. And then I saw them on track. Because you were some you know, you did that pitch strategy at one point, got up there, mm -hmm. and I'm looking at them and like under caution I could see them reflecting on the track like everyone was like, Those are the coolest numbers. <laughs> you just rock those all the time. I, I agree. Yeah. If NASCAR will let us, what do you think? Live audience here. We have a live audience. TBD. TBD. I couldn't believe you got approved. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I think we were the only ones in the field with with reflective numbers like That's that. Awesome. So very awesome. Yeah. Shout out to uh, TMG Truck yeah. Management Group. So right, let's, up with that. let's talk about that race because you and I've been talking about it a lot. That was the craziest truck race. Hold on one second. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Marquis for giving us these booster seats. Oh yeah, these are nice. We're both kind of vertically challenged people. Yep. Um, so. Yeah. Any help we can get to look bigger and taller is always good, especially for you in that seat. That's super helpful. That's a, a pretty deep one. Um, it was a relaxation seat. Cole Custer was the first one here, and he was like, he was like this the whole time talking. <laughs> he couldn't even talk without taking yeah. water in. <laughs> so, anyway, back to back to the racing. Yeah. Last weekend. Yeah. How was it for you? Uh, we 
I mean, we started off great, passing a million trucks, and couldn't see a thing off turn two to start. That was mm -hmm. wild. Yeah. Um, literally then, nothing. Nothing. You literally couldn't see a you thing. You had a clear shield? Yes. Yes. And I totally forgot that this, you know, later in the year, the sun doesn't set, and so you need to get one of those tear-offs. Didn't have that. So I just did the old, like, this thing in your hand <laughs> off the corner. But problem was, I was, I think there was only five laps in that race that I wasn't in, like, a seven-truck battle. Yeah. And that was the wildest race I've been in. And the cool thing, I hadn't been to Darlington since 2015. The sand that comes off the track, like oh, flying at the trucks, the rocks, yeah. everyone's sideways all the time, touching the wall. Like, that was just the most badass. It's mayhem. Like, just awesome racing. And I, like, there was a point where Johnny Sauter and I passed each other like 15 times back <laughs> and forth in this one run. And normally I'd be like really frustrated, but I just started laughing. I was yeah. like, that's just hilarious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is wild. Yeah. And then we all decided to wreck. <laughs> So that was fun. You were doing, you were, I was watching you up there when you got up there on the old tires and stayed up there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was not, not very fun. Um, <laughs> 15 lap tires at Darlington against new tires is basically like being in a different vehicle. Um, yeah, you were in the, you, you basically, it's basically like losing 400 horsepower. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for taking off on a restart. Yep. Um, which it's not helpful when somebody's pushing you down the whole straightaway either. Nope. They for, love to do that. For your restarting capabilities. Yep. And we saw that when. Um, like what, 20 to go when the entire field wrecked? Exactly. In the restart yep. box? Yep. Didn't even make it to turn one and we all wrecked. It's just the whole place. <laughs> and you made it through? Thought you were fine? Made it through with thought your right staring at was fine? I was, I must have slid in David Gillen's oil because I was, I couldn't see a thing and I went down the apron and I'm, I come through the smoke and right the last second I realize I'm looking directly at David Gillen's face and I'm like, <laughs> oh no. And then Make it hooks up to, yeah, it was one of those moments. It was too dark and whatever, but I, I knew I could see like his helmet. And I, so I get it right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we didn't hit anything. It's amazing. And then I'm like, I don't think I slid the tires. And then we go into red and we're talking about pitting. But now we're like, we're going to restart fifth. Yeah. Like we got a shot at this thing. Three of the trucks in front of us, I passed like twice in the race already. So I was like, we got this. And so under caution, I'm riding around. I'm like, I don't think we need to pit. Didn't slide the tires. We restart, I go for fourth on uh, below Stuart Friesen, and then my right front tire decided to exit the party. And <laughs> it, it did it in a popping fashion that uh, was quite scary. Um, and then we pound, we tried to knock the wall down, but you know, Darlington built it pretty tough. Pretty solid wall, yeah. yeah. And so then we, uh, our race was done, and so unfortunately that is our best and only mile and a half truck. So we lost that, killed it. Uh, our motor, in that thing, they, they didn't want to put the fire out for a little bit, but I was begging them to because I knew that was our motor for Coda. Yeah. So our other motor is being rebuilt, so we, we got a little bit of a equipment pinch off of that wreck, and probably could have been smarter about maybe come. I don't. The thing is, I think we may have run something over, yeah. because the way that tire popped, right. it was so sudden, like it exploded through the the hood. Yeah. And like I haven't yeah. seen that in a long time. Yeah. So that was pretty wild, and I'm sure. There was some debris on the track because, um, well, we wrecked the whole field. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was my day. Yeah. 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 Fun times. Yeah. Fun Great times. times. Yeah. Um, racing, right? Racing. That's right. <laughs> racing. We've been doing it for too long. We have. I was just thinking about that. Unsuccessful on the way veterans. Yes. Well, think about this. So we have, what is it like? You and I always talk about we have like a very parallel career because you were, so at the time, like in what, 09, 08, you did 09, the Canaan yeah. East stuff. And you did Arca. I did Arca. Yeah. And we were both winning a ton, winning everything. Mm -hmm. We're on development contracts. So we're gonna, top we're, of the world. <laughs> top of the world. We're just on our way to cup. Yeah. Then we both end up at like in between jumping around. Then we end up in cup at the same time. I land on your face. 
Yep, practice. you did land on my face in practice. Yep, that was fun. Yep. Um, and didn't then, have a backup car, so that was perfect. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So you, yeah. <laughs> we had to ship one down. We were setting the tone. <laughs> and then, yep, and then we missed the 500. Nice. And yeah, Perfect. it kind of set the tone for the year. Yep. And did you complete that year? I sure didn't. Nope. And I didn't make it past <laughs> nine races. So. <laughs> Remember the rookie photo with yeah. the like? Yeah. There was like seven of us. Yeah. And I think who's left? Larson maybe. Larson and Austin. Austin. Yeah. It was those two: me, you, Michael, Annette, yeah. uh, Justin Allgaier. I want to say there was one more that I can't think of. Oh, uh, Cole Witt, your teammate. Mm -hmm. uh, Bowman. He's oh, yeah. still around. He's very, still around. Very successful. That's very, right. very good yeah. compared to us. Yeah. So that's eight. I'll turn that. We can use that as a... <laughs> as a cut point? As a cut point, yeah. Hey, all you hot tub lovers. It's me, the hot tub sales guy. Today, I'm gonna to talk to you about the Jet Pods. They have a unique, futuristic design and laminar flow. Provides deep tissue massage without hurting my skin. Not one, not two, but three different Jet Pods that provide a variety of sensations. Directional Jet Pods for a focused, deep tissue massage. Orbital Jet Pods for a rotating, sweeping massage. Conal Jet Pods, soft, soothing massage. The Whitewater 4 Jet is perfect for my legs and feet. High flow, no sting. Up to 134 gallons of water flow per minute. Thunderous power, yet quiet operation. To learn more about the Jet Pods and experience the fastest way to relax, visit hottubsalesguy.com today. today. Yeah, so rookie cup season. Yep. Not fun. No. Not for the either of us. No. We I went in with very high hopes. I know mm -hmm. you did too. Yep. And I was like, man, finally. I made it. Yep. It's an underfunded team, but we're gonna make the best of it. Same deal. All and, we, uh, we knew gonna, our goals. We're gonna make it happen. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna make this team better. Yep. I know the feeling. Yep. <laughs> I, I I was like I obviously was like the year before, I did those first two cup races, and they were awesome. You're in, so, you finished, like, 18th in your yeah, first Yeah, my one, first right? cup start. So I was like, and then the second one, we finished on the lead lap in 24th, and, like, two great finishes for the team. And I was like, all right, like, this is how it's supposed to go. Yeah. And I won't lie, the financial compensation was a lot, a lot larger than what I'd experienced in trucks and uh, Xfinity, so I was pretty excited about that. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of that year, I was, I remember, uh, I don't know where you were, but I was thinking back to... I was in Vegas for the SEMA at the end of, on our way to Texas for, in 2013, when I got the email with the contract offer for 2014 cup. And it had a lot more numbers than I'd ever seen before. <laughs> so I was a lot, very excited. Yeah. Um, and then nine races into 2014, it was like, oh wait, that's gone. Mm -hmm. So I intended to make the team better, not, not have a team anymore. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Fun yeah. times. Fun times. What did sure. so? I was just on my Instagram. I I did this story about going back and winning New Jersey Motorsports Park eight mm -hmm. years after making my first stock car start there. And I realized if I could tell eighteen year old me anything, it would be to be more patient. What would, if you could, what would you tell you back then? <sighs> A lot. Yeah. I don't even know where I would start. Um, I probably probably be patient. That's a good one. Um, don't do some things that you did. <laughs> Go a different route in certain situations. Um, well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Hindsight is twenty twenty. But advice—if you can give advice to yourself, then I—I 
probably um, you're not as famous as you think you are, or you're not as you're not as important as you think you are. Okay, that's I think fine. that yeah. would be what I would say. That makes sense. Maybe ground myself a little bit more. Yep. Because, yep. like you said, coming up through the ranks, it was so easy. Dude. Just win everything. You're like, all right, well, somebody's gonna hire me to go <laughs> to go win cup races. Yeah. I'm like, yep. I got my plan in my head. Yep. I'm gonna be winning cup races in five years. Yep. And here we are, <laughs> 2021. <laughs> Still get, but doing fun truck racing. Truck still racing's racing. Fun. Still got good sponsors. Yep. Having fun. Yep. I mean, I can't hate on it at all. It's no. It's worked out well for me, but. Yeah. Definitely, uh, the trajectory has gone a lot different than I've expected it to when yeah. I was when I was 18. Yeah. But that's just how it is. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of guys like us. There's not plenty of guys like Bowman that that made it happen the, the other direction. You no, know? and more power to him. You know, he stuck it out in some really tough situations. I think that's something that a lot of drive like if fans out there are wondering like what do drivers talk about? It's that like guys who maybe were in a really tough position and made it work for them, but they went through really tough times. You know. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I think at one point he found out he wasn't driving. Whoops. Oh, you got a text. It's more important. Uh, I don't think so. Um, maybe, maybe it's Landon being mean <laughs> to me. Nope. Um, yeah, at one point I think he found out on Twitter he wasn't racing. Yeah. That year, mm -hmm. like 2015 maybe, 2016. When he was in the gym or whatever for Tony Baldwin, right? Yeah. 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 Jeez, it's crazy. This sport, it's fun times. Yeah. Yeah, and he's <laughs> and he's made it work. But then you look yes. at the other direction, there's guys that we raced with then that are, I don't even know what they're doing now, you know? It's a good point. It's the where are they now thing yeah. that people do, exactly. you know? There's, yeah. they, they could do a whole series of those guys. Yeah, so. I'm always I'm always scared that I'm going to be one of those soon. <laughs> that's my goal, to, well, not, to not be that until I'm like 50. Right. That's perfect. Yeah. You've got plenty of time. I like to say we're, so how old are you now? 29. You're 29. Just turned 30. 29. Okay, so I'm a little older than you. And I like to tell people I'm only in the first quarter so far if you plan to live to 100 you basically you just plan? you plan your base plus the first quarter so yeah. you're just figuring yeah. it out modern advances in science yeah, yeah. ricky bobby style you know Hit live to 150, 150 <laughs> maybe 200s depending on how things go actually thinking of, i was thinking about this yesterday um with the darlington race where like now that it's just so funny like i feel like right now i'm i'm 30 years old I race the least I've ever raced. So I do eight to ten races a year, right? Yeah. And yet, I'm probably the best stock car driver I've ever been. Mm -hmm. One because of like knowledge, experience, all stuff. And the weirdest thing is, the older I get, the more I want like longer runs, like the stuff that you would do in Cup, but yeah. in trucks, we're like, I know, we're pigeonholed in the 45 lap runs yep. or 30 lap runs, right? That like, but you want to be like doing the 100 lap run where you can just like out maneuver people and out, just, you know, yeah, save just, your tires and just outthink them, outsmart yeah. them. Yeah. You get that same you know, feeling now? Oh, 100%. It's so funny. I get, they tell me stage one is over, and I'm like, we just, we literally just took the green flag. We just started. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my tires still have 60 laps on them yeah. that they could run. Come on. Um, I got the stickers here still. Yeah, that's, especially with the no qualifying thing, that's been the hardest part with yeah. truck racing is the races are just so short. It's unbelievable. And you just, it's like a sprint. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you start behind the eight ball, it's hard to, it's hard to get, get anything going because you're just you just run out of time you get two you get basically one or two chances to make an adjustment mm -hmm. that's it and then you add in we're starting 40 trucks now yeah, which is which like is insane wild yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> there's races where i'm just like there is so many trucks <laughs> and it, i think it's for people that understand which we know we're not qualifying right now but it feels like more than cup in some respects because in cup like you have your hierarchy of speeds you just know like 
There's 20 cars, 18 cars are going to be tier one speed. Yep. There's another 10 that are going to be tier two speed, and then there's so on and so forth. And you kind of know who you're racing with, and you know the the, tr the cars you're aimed at. But in trucks, I would say there's 32 of them that run damn well within a couple tenths of each other. Yeah. And there's 25 mm -hmm. that run essentially the same speed. Yeah. And so it's like, it just feels like there's a hundred trucks out there. Right it, does. it does. It you feel like you're battling for, for every spot. Mm-hmm. And you're racing with trucks that can run in the top five, and you're like, they're like, all right, you're in 15th. Yep. And it's like, what? What am I doing? How here? is that possible? Because <laughs> you just feel like you're so good, and you're racing such good trucks. But yeah, I mean, it's like fifth to 20th is just a gaggle. It's if it's throw a blanket on it. If you don't get out in clean air, you're that's what you're in, and that's yep. that's where we've been all year is just fighting, fighting through that, and trying to just trying to break out of that. Once yeah. you break out of that, and you're in the top five, then you're. It's easy. It's easy. Then you're in yeah. your own little bubble. Yeah. But as soon as you fall out of that, back into that gaggle, it's like they just pull you down with them. And it's hard. To, <laughs> it's hard to get away. And it and everyone knows it. So that's why the restarts are so insane. Exactly. Because exactly. then you're like you're trying you're, to break free. Yeah. You'll just do. You'll literally try to you know turn people just to get to the top five to clean air to be yep. like because if you know if you can it's like it's like an elusive like you know safety zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even even like when I started out front on old tires. Yep. If we didn't have those two cautions quick back to back we had a half straightaway on fourth place when it, when it Jeez. started to single file out yeah yeah and i would have probably dropped a tenth but it would have been net gain that would have been net gain yep but then we had all those cautions and restarts and then you're just and you got heat cycles on your tires and you're just fighting but so it's funny when you were in that position i was wondering with all those cautions if it was helping you or hurting you because you were you and like i think another truck did that mean the 44 yeah, my yeah the 44 and so I was watching you guys because we were thinking about doing that mm -hmm. or even doing two tires or something. And so I was really curious. And I remember like seeing you up there and you're, you're coming back, but it wasn't. And then there was caution. I was like, oh, I think this helps him because I thought I would have thought well, the same laps. thing. But, but it did is it just gaggled everyone together. Exactly. And then the further I had you so much back, wheel spin and yeah. add dirty air on top of old tires. And it's, you're just going to get moved out of the way. Yeah, you're just, yeah. you're giving up all, all ways of getting grip. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> so, which is usually. Uh, grip is key to going fast. For the most part, yes. Yeah. yeah. Usually, yeah. you want more grip mm -hmm. than less grip. Definitely. Definitely. Um, as far as I, as far as I know. Yeah. Things could be changing. Yeah. Getting a little older. I don't know how things work. Man, I think too much, no more. Well, I think the weirdest thing is, like, I, I love the no practice, no qualifying. Same. I think it's the most fun. But I've I don't ever like had. starting the back. <laughs> no, I don't. But I even even start in the back if I have a it good can truck. Be fun. It's so fun. Like I've had, you know, the other night we had a really good truck, and so I went. I got. I think I got to like twenty second or something by the first stage, or maybe it was by the fifteen lap fifteen caution or something. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. And I remember thinking like I was just passing trucks every corner, and it was just so fun to just like fly through the field. But I, and we've been lucky to be like in that position. But the funny thing is like being that I said I'm like I feel like I'm the best stocker driver I've been. Is that it's like I'm so because of the experience we have, I feel like I see, I know exactly how the race is gonna play out yeah. before it does, yeah. and I know how the restart's gonna play out, mm -hmm. and I know like what our trucks gonna do before they even start the race. Like I just, you just have that knowledge that you can't, right? You even couldn't as, know when you were 20 years old. Exactly. You know, even something as small as pick, knowing which lane to pick on a restart at a certain track. Yep. Or just seeing who's in your lane and knowing who's gonna go, who's not. Yep. Who's notorious for wheel spin or jumping out of line? All that stuff. It's all stuff. It's all little stuff you don't really think about. Although I second guess myself the entire time on the, oh, yes. the lane choice thing. Oh, same. Every time. Every single time. It's I have a rule. 
Do you have a rule? I have a countdown rule. Yeah. I can, we count which we count lanes. Mm -hmm. well, I'll tell them which lane to count. Got it. Depending on which one I want. Yeah. And that'll, like, say the top's where I want to be. I'm willing to give up a row to keep the top. Okay. So that's. But if I'm going to gain yep. a row or two rows on the bottom, obviously I'm going to do that. So we follow the same rule. Yeah. So when this came about last year, the first race I think I did that was Michigan. And I told yep. myself, I was like, all right, I want the top, but if I can gain two rows on the bottom, I'll go top. bottom. Yep. Two or more, on that's my goal to go to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And so, and ever since that's been my thing, but I, as more I thought about it, like there's certain tracks where I've started to notice, like I need, and I don't get to race every week, but like if I was doing it, I would start to almost each track have its own rule because there's like ones where you can get away with game right. two or it's just not worth it. Right, you know? yeah. So Darlington, my role changed a little bit as we went, mm. depending on depending mm -hmm. on which lane the leaders chose. That was a big a big factor. Um, and just who was in front, like yep. if I knew there was two trucks in front of me, I could take three wide off yep. of two or into one, I'm gonna pick bottom. Yep. Or if there's somebody I, I know is not gonna be good in one and two, because if you're stuck behind two cars in one, or trucks in one and two, you're stuck. Yep. There's, no, there's nowhere Start else to go. Anywhere. Nope. Until you get off too, and then everybody just comes together, and it's it's hard. I avoided you guys one time when you were on the old tires. I avoided your lane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <And laughs> that, was was, like, that was the right I was move. like, I think he's going to be struggling. Because I came off too, probably five miles an hour slower than you. <laughs> I was like, like full lock to the right, just like, holding on. I don't even know if it played out for me right, but mm -hmm. I was like, I think I should avoid him because I don't think he. Use you and your teammate. And I think you both chose the top or something. I was like, I gotta go the other. Just way. yeah, just crazy, crazy <laughs> wheel spin, but. You'll have that. Yeah. We still have an audience. Two wow. of them. That's the biggest audience well, I, we've ever had. This is huge. It's like the it's like Jimmy Fallon. I feel like I'm on the and egg the, site. And a dog? We have and a dog, dog coming? This is awesome. She's trying to come out. Is she up there? That will be one of the uh, things you huh? can win. There she is. She let herself outside. There you go. She opens doors. Oh, perfect. <laughs> this will be one of those things you can win. Come see like a live audio taping. Of, Imagine. Of, uh, we'll, build, we'll build bleachers. <laughs> That'd actually be pretty cool. It would be cool. My backyard is just a yeah. stadium for a awesome. hot tub podcast. <laughs> so oh, what else is, what else do you want to talk about? I don't know, man. We haven't hung out in a while. I know. I only see you at the racetrack. I, it's the only place. So Speaking back to that year in Cup, Yep. we were hanging out a lot that year. We were. During the week. We were friends. Yeah. We Before became you moved close away. friends. Yeah. Then, I moved, then TV called and asked me to come to Connecticut, and I was like, hey, that's where I'm from. I'm going to yeah. go back. Go be a city boy. Yeah, I that, visit, I've I've seen you a few times up there in the city. Yeah, but that's right. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been very often. No, and the city was hurt obviously for a little while, but it's coming back. I, I was there the other weekend, and it's it's booming again. Booming. So business yeah. is booming. Business as Bob is would booming. say. Yep. <laughs> nice. It's coming back. It was nice to see Bob at the track this weekend. Bob yeah. Chris. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. He and I talked a little bit. Yeah. That's cool. He was excited to be back on the media. Probably the first guy in there. He I'd was say. definitely, he was probably a bit there before the teams, of course. Yeah. So, first Bob, in line. It's a hard working man right there. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Bob on here. That'd be fun. That'd be a good one. Yeah. It'd be very cool. I don't know what do you, uh. About. All right, I got a question for you. To go back to Cup again, yeah. what would need to be, what would need to be the deal? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I look at somebody like Suarez, mm -hmm. I think he's got. I, I like the way his his program is put together because it's a it's underdog new team but they've got the parts and pieces and the funding and yep. um, I think they have good days and bad days but yep. you know at the end of the day I think he knows he's gonna be back the next week or the mm -hmm. next year mm -hmm. and he knows that the team believes in him yep 
Um, a situation like that, I think, would be would be something that would be very attractive, obviously. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you probably feel the same way. That would be great. I don't know. I, I've, I've uh, made peace. So when I did that 96 deal, mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of knew that race at Texas that year in 2019 was possibly my last one. I knew the Suarez things come out and all that stuff. And, you know, I didn't bring any funding there and, and didn't have any backers. So I knew kind of I was in a unique position. Um, so I, that last race, I actually, like, that weekend, I went into it being like, hey, man, this like going to be your last cup race. Yeah. Like, just enjoy it. And... I, uh, I actually ended up having, so my first ever cup race was Texas, finished 18th, and this was the second most perfect race I ever drove in cup. We finished 22nd, we would have probably finished 18th if I got the uh, lucky dog by a couple inches, but it was like the most perfect race, and I was like, alright, I'm cool, like if that was it, I'm cool with it, like that's, that's it. I, I drove a perfect race, and that's all you can ask to do, you know? Yeah. So, and I, I think, you know, I know I'm... Look, I haven't been full. I haven't raced full time since 2013. I I couldn't believe that the other day when I realized it. I was mm -hmm. like, "What? It's been that long?" But yeah, I'm on uh, I'm on borrowed time. And so, like last year, you know, I didn't think I was even gonna race at all. And then the 75 came back, and I it ended up being kind of a, a perfect situation with them. With yeah, with everything that happened COVID. financially. With yep, you know, having the grocery stores and they did well. Food Country USA was business was booming mm -hmm. um you know brought a lot of customers back and new customers to their to their uh, stores and they hit me up and said we want to go racing again and so i said all right let's go because as you know that in that all season they were pretty much maybe not going to go racing again so yeah that was cool and then we ended up having an amazing year uh and then that built into this year and we were able to get some partners which was cool and um you know the bean machine was a big hit so that was <laughs> awesome and uh but i mean at the other day like i know last year since then when i go to the track like I don't know if you've had this, but there's your flight. Yeah, no, there's my plane going. I have this like new mantra of just like I tell myself when I'm standing there, like at Darlington, knowing that I might be a little bit on borrowed time. So I'm 30 years old and I haven't raced in long full time in a while. I always just say I love this shit. Like this is cool. Yeah. And so I just try to follow it. Right. You know. Yeah. And enjoy it while you're there. Yeah, and it's cool. I like it. It's, it's a lot of fun. You know, the, I've, I've never had more fun racing than I have probably in the last eight months. Like, just because, and Chris Carrier and the Henderson family are amazing. They do a great job. When we show up, we got good stuff. Like, it's just, it's easy. And, yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And Not no practice, no qualifying is awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's another thing that helps teams like that out is, you know, financially not having to yeah. burn through a lot of tires and put a lot of miles on your engine. Nope. Chris obviously has a lot of experience and knows what to show up with. He's a magician. Yeah. Total magician. Yeah. He, uh, we have, I mean, he's the only full-time employee, so mm -hmm. he just does this, does it all himself. And you know, he and I have been racing together for a long time. And I'd say the, the only thing, so I've, so in ARCA, I won uh, road courses, short tracks, mile and a half. I won super speedways and trucks. I just want to win at a non-super speedway. If I could just do that, I'd be, be very happy. content with like that. I finally did that because. Back in 2012, I should have won a ton of them. When you were at uh, Red Horse? Yeah, yeah. And I messed up every single time we had, or like something stupid happened or whatever. So that would be very cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What would be your favorite place to win? Dover. Oh, that's right. Obviously. Damn, I the mean, one that got away. The one that got away. Yeah, I hate talking <laughs> about it, honestly. I feel like no? I've talked about Has it. Has it come up on this year yet? No. No? I feel like I've talked about it five million times in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, Twenty. that was 2012. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been that would have been a nice a nice win. I'd probably be sitting somewhere different right now if that had happened. But who knows? Yeah. 
yeah. the way things were then. I don't know if winning really would have changed that much yeah. for me that year. Um, I mean, that's when the Xfinity Series was cup guys full-time every week. Stacked, dude. Even, and same when you joined in 2013, driving yeah. for Kyle. It was crazy. I mean, Kyle ran like every weekend. Ryan Victors was full-time. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and multiple cup car. winners. Yeah. Elliot Sadler, like, it was cup guys every, every week. week. Yeah. You had eight cup guys. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you think back to that time period and, you know, it was how insane. few shots you would get as a development driver and then... The people you were racing against. The people you were racing against. It's like, oh my gosh. It's so different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think back, think of all the cup drivers you finished behind oh. and if they weren't there... You'd be the race winner. Yeah, 2013, we had, <laughs> there was like probably five or six. Yeah, uh, it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the period. So. That's how it was. I mean, I did, my first full year full-time was 2017 with Shiggy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was supposed to run Cup full-time in 14. Yep. Obviously, I didn't. But the first year I actually finished full-time was, was 17. Wow, so we did that a little opposite. I did it the front side. Mm -hmm. Then went part-time. You, you did part-time into full-time. And then back to part-time for two <laughs> years, and yep. now back to full-time. Now you're back. Yeah. Good job doing that, by the way. Yeah, that's well. The hot that's... tub time machines. Exactly. Yeah. The hot tub time machines. <laughs> Couldn't do it without them. Great um, sponsor. Great. Very great sponsor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is this is work right now. We're sitting in a hot tub. <laughs> this looks like it. Talking about racing. Yeah. Feels like it. A little sweaty. A little mm -hmm. warm out, mm -hmm. but feels good. Mm. After my crash, this feels great yeah. on my body. Yeah. We need to run the jets once, once yeah. we're done filming. So there's a there's a massage chair right here a lounger oh my that you could sit in you I get try that. you get the legs you get your calves your feet your back mm. yeah it's pretty legit this is perfect yeah i if i didn't live in an apartment you would have sold me already you have so. a balcony don't you yeah it wouldn't fit that would be it would be you'd need uh two balconies probably Maybe, we can, maybe we'll custom build you one. There you go. Like a one, a, a Kligerman one-seater <laughs> that we can just throw on the balcony. It's like a, it's like a little tub. <laughs> like just for you. Like, <laughs> like those old-fashioned metal tubs. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After after one of your 10 races, you can hop in that thing. Oh, man. It'd be good as new. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, what are you looking forward to this year in the truck series or motor racing-wise or whatever? Motor racing-wise? Motor racing-wise. Um, we talked about the past. Now we're on to the future. I know, I know. How many races do you have left? Is that open-ended? Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly. I mean, we were supposed to do, so that this rep hurt us a bunch of doing Charlotte. Um, I would say this year we probably would end up doing the most we've done, maybe close to 12 or so, but I think that might get hurt, so we might end up doing 10. So I don't even know how many, I don't even know how many I've done compared to what looked at, but... I feel like you've been at most of them. Yeah, we just, we skipped, um, I didn't do the road course, Sam Mayer did that. And you skipped Richmond. And we skipped Richmond, Kansas. Kansas, that's yeah. Right. yeah. So um, we wanted to get ready for the Darlington Coda, Charlotte. For the triple. Yeah, the triple. They're paying 50k extra. It's like, if we're gonna go win a race, let's get paid 50k extra. Today. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Maybe if we put Camp World on there, Marcus will give us 100, you know, 100k. So <laughs> that's uh, here. That's a pretty popular thing these days. But. Yeah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, I, I mean, obviously we need to be a little better speed wise mm -hmm. um, as a team, but I think. Nice as a whole, from the start of the year to now, has gotten a lot better. Um, I mean, we're starting to compete for top fives as a team. Yeah. Which you got, like we were talking about, you got to break through the bubble and get to the top five and start running there consistently. Mm -hmm. That's when the wins start to fall your way. Um, you, you know, you do everything right and get a little bit of luck on your side, and you can win. You can easily win races Definitely. in the truck series. 
Um, it's just a matter of not having mistakes, not beating yourselves. We've had a lot of freak stuff happen. Mm -hmm. um, uh, where did we just race, for example? Kansas. Um, got trash on the grill just randomly on a restart. <laughs> and course. I wasn't quite quick enough to catch the guy in front of me, so I and the next trucks behind me were like half a straightaway back. Uh. So my only option was either pit or drop to the drop all the way to the tail of the field and get behind somebody and push them. It's just it's stuff like that. That's yeah. you know kind of Jeez. freak stuff that you can't really can't really plan for or do anything about. Mm -hmm. But uh, Darlington was probably the smoothest race we've had, even with being caught up in that huge wreck. Yeah. Um, you know, eleventh and eleventh felt like a win for us after after the year we've we've had. So I want to win races, obviously. I know I can, and you know it's just a matter matter of putting it all together. I think you will, definitely. I definitely think you will. So I feel like you can only be close so many times. It's eventually got to. It's got to hit. It's got to hit. Yeah. Right. It's just the law of averages. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you stay it, in the game. Do it long enough. That's the thing. It's just staying around. Yeah. Just stay in the game. You gotta you, first. You gotta be in the game to win it. Yeah. And then. You just gotta put yourself in position, but it's the truck series is amazingly competitive right now, and it's so such intense racing um, that you just have to be so perfect. And then you do have your lot, you know, not put knees down, but there is two or three teams that are really big powerhouses that mm. you gotta break through. But they're vulnerable; they do often make mistakes and that sort of stuff. And right, the speeds are close enough, like you said. Like if you break in there, you have a shot. It's just you got to get that chance to get there. Mm -hmm. So, I'm looking forward to Coda. I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, Watkins Glen, we're going to do that too. I'm excited for that one. That is. It's going to be really fun. Uh, it's going to be, I'm so, that's like a speedway. A truck at Watkins Glen is going to be so much fun. Yeah. So much grip, so much downforce. You're just going to drive. I mean, there's no road course I've ever been to where you drive as hard as Watkins Glen. Like, scare yourself. Like, Blows out of mind. breath. Yep. Like a qualifying run there? Unbelievable. It's insane. Cup you can't car, you can't complain or you can't explain it to anybody. No, cup car, so two years ago we did the cup race there and the year before and you qualified like late in the evening, whatever, you know, and the sun was setting. And I went out for like the final lap and we were like thirty second ever and I did a lap that like literally I got done and I was like shaking, but we got to like eighteenth or something or yeah. twenty fourth. I don't remember what it was, but we broke yeah. ahead to like a bunch of cars we shouldn't be beating. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those laps, like you said, like you were just white knuckle, like flying through the S's. Oh, like it's just, you can't believe how fast you're going. Literally on the edge. On the edge. Like, as on edge as you can possibly be. Yeah. Well, no one, Watkins Glen, just for whatever reason, TV doesn't do it justice how fast that place is. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So. You think we'll be wide open in the S's? 100%. Yeah. Definitely. That'll Unless the tire's hard. But. Yeah. I assume, and in traffic, you won't be. But, well, yeah. Yeah, but flat, like if we. Well, I don't think we're going to practice qualifying, but it's, uh, if you were, if you're alone, clean air, you will be, mm. for sure. And the and you'll break so late for the bus stop that it's going to be like from one car. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking zone from the first stock car. It is. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, like, not talk about racing for okay. a minute. I think I ask everybody this. What is something that the fans don't know about you? Ooh. Uh... It's hard to answer. I wouldn't be able to answer it. They don't know about me. Um, that the thing I'm going to be known and remembered for, I haven't done yet. Interesting. In my mind. Interesting. Yep. I don't know. That's kind of a weird answer. It's kind of like a very meta answer. But <laughs> I mean that in the sense of like for, you know, 
like I, I'm a part of a group that just bought Lime Rock. You know, like those are the types of things that in the future I want to be part of, like the future of the sport and where it goes. And so I think the thing that I think you'll you I oh, see okay. you being a, like a race promoter, <laughs> like Humpy, like Humpy so, Wheeler. All right, so who's my idols when I was younger were obviously like Kimi Räikkönen and Jimmy Johnson, who I want to be, right? Or Michael Schumacher, like that was it. Then as you get older, Kimi Räikkönen, man. And then uh, I'd say now like my idols are more like a Roger Penske or even like I've never met him, but I've been so close to him, like a Zach Brown, who's a team principal from one, is involved in every form of motorsport through McLaren, like. He just set himself up with the coolest situation. And is you know, the most important part to me is that he's impacting the future of the sport, like making decisions and helping drive strategies that where this sport's gonna be in ten years. And I think like this is this next decade will be one of the most exciting times for motorsports in its hundred and twenty five year history. Yeah. Uh, solely because we're finally starting to utilize the internet in the ways we haven't before. Um, but I I wanna be a part of that. Like I want to be a part of helping that and making sure it makes the right decisions. And so that's why I say the thing that hopefully I will be remembered for, I haven't done yet. Huh. I was expecting, like, you were into a weird hobby or yeah, something I went very silly deep. like that. <laughs> um, what else have I asked everybody? What's your favorite memory with me? Favorite memory of you? With me. Well, the, the most, most of them we haven't really been able to talk about. But. Yeah, well, there's, there's obviously our, our off-track stuff, which has always <laughs> been fun. Um, we've always been... Which I think you're so funny, and I don't know if fans would know this, but I think they probably learned it through your podcast stuff. You have the driest sense of humor, and I find that like I'm obviously a very talkative person, and yeah. you're almost the polar opposite. So when we hang out, I find it to be like such a funny time where I'm hanging out with the exact opposite of me. <laughs> but you're very you're very witty. Um, but the well, I mean, the thing that always comes to my mind is when you look through the window at when I was upside down. Yeah. To make sure I was okay. Yeah. At the Daytona 500 practice, I always think of that moment to be like, he's a good friend. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have to do that. Yeah, I that just was... laid it on his windshield. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a, that was not a fun experience. We just, so we didn't have a backup car. Yeah. And we're like, all right, we're gonna go out one run in the draft, and we're all single file just cruising, and one of the big, big time Cup drivers is like, we're racing, coming on four, we're racing now. I'm gonna start side drafting and trying to pass people. And I'm like, all right, I'm getting out of this. I had said the same thing. And I'm I'm on my way to the back mm -hmm. from the from the time we exit turn four to the trioval, and I see smoke, and I'm just I'm I lift, I'm off everything, and somebody hooks my, like I think my right rear when I lift it, and I hit the wall, and then I just see a white thirty car <laughs> spinning and literally lands, back tire on my windshield in front of my face doing a burnout. Like ru burning rubber on my windshield. I was just trying to drive out of it. Yeah, <laughs> you almost had it. And uh, at that, I, I was so instantly so mad. Yeah. And I was like, great, I'm gonna get fired this weekend. I'm not even <laughs> no. gonna make the first race. No. They just told me, don't wreck this. It's the only one we got. No. And they worked so hard on it because we didn't have points. We had to yeah. make the race on speed. And uh, it was, I guess, it was after qualifying, right? Yeah, it would have yeah. been. So we knew we had to make it through the duels. We didn't. We didn't have the speed to make it mm -hmm. um, through qualifying. And my first thought was, well, my first thought was Parker's on my roof. That's not cool. Um, and obviously, that was the year after Larson had gone up in the right. fence. Yep. And I was like, Parker just went in the fence and spun around in the fence. Yep. So hopefully he's all right. And then I saw you flipping in my mirror, and I was like, I better go check on him. Um, but yeah, it was not not a good experience. Funny. It's 
not fun, but the, the worst part about that was that I had said this down the backstretch. I came on the radio and said, this thing is awesome. Pack it away. Yeah. We're going to go run great. Yeah. And we had like and the whole field out there. The practice. whole field was there. Everyone was there. And literally was trying to get out of it. Yep. And then I just get rammed in the side of like out of nowhere. I guess Joey turned Paul Menard or something. Mm. I can't remember. Or Kenseth. I can't, I can't remember who it was. And slams me and suddenly I'm flying through the air. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> that's how it goes. Yep. So, awesome time. Yeah. Yeah, and Bowman, who was my teammate at the time, going into three, he backed out of it. So he was, he almost yeah. still got in it. He yeah. was all the way at the back, like half a straightaway behind everybody, and we were still wrecking when he got there. <laughs> like, he just, he jumped out about 30 seconds earlier than I did, and it worked out. In practice. In practice, yeah. Well. So that was, that was, yeah. it's kind of upsetting that that's your favorite memory. Well, no, I just thought it was a really nice memory. A nice memory, yeah. Yeah, you were, ni you were nice enough to come check on me. Yeah. As I was... Just laying upside laying down. Upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and they won't let you get out, right? They made you stay. No, in yeah, they made you stay it. until they flip it. Yeah. Whatever sort of thing. How was that? God, you know, I don't remember. I just remember being so angry that, like, and I remember there was oil trying to dripping into the cabins, was freaking me out a little bit, like it could light on fire. But yeah. they were pretty quick and pretty good, and and I was just so angry at the time. Like same situation, we that car, yeah. we did not have a good backup situation. We had one backup between myself and Colette. And then, and he had just flipped in, or like wrecked in practice before that, or something. I want to say, or he wrecked after that. I can't remember. And so it was just a disaster. Yeah. Swan. yeah. And um, all that sort of just made me very angry. I was basically like punching the air. <laughs> I'm, I'm frustrated. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I can't think of like all the going out times or anything. I'm sure we we've tore up a couple times. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're all hazy. They are all a little hazy. I agree with that. <laughs> we had good times. Young race car drivers having fun. Mm -hmm. That's it should be. It, should it be is. Fun. Yeah, I agree. It's a tough Which, deal. Yeah, that's that's what I like about truck racing. It's a little more fun. A little yeah. less, little less serious. Um, a little more fun. Get to do stuff like this. Yeah. You don't race every single weekend. You don't get burnt out. It's the perfect schedule. Oh, it's a great schedule. Yeah. Great, and it's a cool with all the road courses they added, dirt tracks, and everything. It's such a cool schedule. Mm -hmm. I, I really, like, the last two years have wanted to go do full time again at 75, but we just haven't been able to put together. But it looks like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else do you want to add? We've been in here for like 50 minutes. Now. Have we been here that long? We've been in here for oh, a while. Oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, I'm just gonna do a plug. Go check out eraser.gg. Landon yeah. Castle and I are building the big sim race community and market. You just Anthony got here, who's, with, who's with filming. He's uh, he's a user of Eraser Market. He's trying to sell his computer right now. So. Best place to buy and sell sim racing hardware. And uh, we'll also be launching a store here with new sim racing hardware and creators stuff. So we're trying to... Oh, so like people that build like... Yeah, build their own boxes, stuff. boxes, wheels. Exactly. Yeah, kind of so we want to get them, give them a central location so you can go there, you can get the best information, videos, talk to 24-7 customer service, so on and so forth, make it the best experience. Because the thing that I find fascinating is you have these thousands of dollars people are spending on this stuff, and yet it's being sold the same way you sell a $20 t-shirt. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So I have a thesis that this is something that the community wants, and we've seen it. We've had a great reaction. We've had, we get a lot of great feedback. So it's been fun to do, and hopefully it's a value add to the uh, entire sim racing world. And I think sim racing is going to be over the next decade play an incredibly important role in motorsports. And so I, uh, I hope I mean, that it we already can be is, it. right? Yeah, I mean, and we're, the, but I think we're just at the start of it. Like we've, we've only just tapped car. in. Look at the next gen car on iRacing. Yeah, you know, I know. Like, iRacing, I believe they helped Auto Club 
do the reconfiguration, mm -hmm. right? They helped NASCAR with the Daytona chicane. Yep. So it's getting more and more, especially with the past year and a half of no practice and qualifying. It's it's been it's been really important. Mm -hmm. And obviously with the the Pro Series and everything they're doing. Yeah. A lot more eyeballs on it than there ever have been. And I just think, like, think about this, like, in over the next ten years, like, it's going to get more connected, more and more and more. And for the first time in 120 years of motorsports, you're going to be able to anyone in the world can do what we experience what we do basically and know that it's very close yeah. as you can get to mm -hmm. doing the real thing like that is an untapped opportunity and it can be done at scale and it's gonna you know the growth i just believe even everything that we've seen so far is just the start of what how you know sim racing is going to be a part of motorsports in the future mm -hmm. so it's gonna be big content wise i mean think about during the week like all the content you get to create and interact with exactly. your fans and stream and all stuff and you wouldn't have that mm. if it didn't exist so it's like it's just a it's, and i think as a sport we benefit from the most by far yeah yeah so cue to exit cue to exit right there <laughs> back to the studio um while we're on the topic topic of mm -hmm. eraser you got off the phone with landon right before we did this he I had did. some mean things to say about me yeah so that, was a, that was shout out to landon for being such a great friend that was cruel he, he asked why you're not as good a driver as your dad. Yeah, which, which I believe he met my brother, but he did say that first. It is, it is what it is. Um, you yeah, asked your brother. We should, have, we should have had him come in here with us and just had yeah. had the round table. Do you send your brother congratulate te text at this point, or is it just sort of so old it's, at this point that at this point it depends. Like I did yesterday because it was such a cool ending. Yep. And I think he kind of earned it with holding Larson off and running an inch off the wall for eighty laps straight. Yep. Um, with the green flag pit stop in the middle, mm -hmm. but I, I mean, it was it was crazy when he was first doing it, and you know I was super nervous, and you were just waiting for that that blown tire, that late caution, and mm -hmm. now you're now it's kind of like cruise control, like you know he's gonna, he's just so fast and so good now that dude he is he will go down in history as like the ultimate don't give up on someone story yeah, you know like exactly. don't give up too early for all these teams exactly. that have development drivers whatever like he is the ultimate story of like don't give because you look at the first half of his career and now what's happening he's now hall, he's gonna be a hall of famer yeah at this point yep. i mean he's put up in four or five years hall of fame numbers that yeah. are just unbelievable mm -hmm. so it's definitely uh inspiration yeah for guys like us just, just keep, keep going keep doing it keep getting up keep shoot you know keep shooting your shot yeah so can't give up god bless yeah well uh, P. Kligerman, at P. Kligerman yes, on everything, right? on everything. Follow him. You don't have to. Um, <laughs> follow Marky Spas at Marky Spas. Like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. Um, I think you can rate and review on iTunes. That helps. All this stuff helps. Um, like more and eyes, subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yep. The more eyeballs we get, obviously, the better. Yeah. And then I can have people more famous than you on here. That's better for And everyone. I don't have to rely on friends that take seven months to show up. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'll be back in two years for round two. Yeah, round two we'll round two we'll have a few more. We'll have Landon on here with us. We'll do Perfect. the three. Little the three hot of us. tub party. Hot tub party. Love it. All right. Thanks for watching. That was good. Cool. Yeah. Good that job, was a man. long one. <laughs>